what do you get when you cross the ladies' man with Star Wars? <laughs> I just now realized that that's the ladies' man. Sorry. <laughs> Colonel Tuttle. Oh, boy. I'm just now also noticing this delightfully green algae face we have on our YouTube channel <laughs> yes, right now. Yeah, Moss Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Leon Phelps, the ladies' man. Leon Phelps, I, the ladies' like, man. And I, I've seen him in loads of things. I guess my brain went to Mean Girls. Wasn't he in Mean Girls? He was in Mean Girls. He was but the like, principal in Mean Girls. He's also been in the Goldbergs, recent episodes of the Goldbergs. He's Well, he was, he's was he been in it, I think, from the beginning. But since they kicked the dad off the show um, for being inappropriate, he has a bigger role now because they need another male role on the show. You can catch this all on Rob's other podcast about uh, <laughs> the Goldbergs. Goldbergs and other. Listen, um, I love the Goldbergs. PHL 17. That's right. I love the Goldbergs when it, I mean, it's good now. It's kind of, I'm sure some people would say jump the shark at this point um, because it has just gone so far away from its roots, which was, Growing up in Philadelphia, they still have a lot of Philadelphia references. But the first couple of seasons of the Goldbergs, there was so Philadelphia reference heavy mm-hmm. that I was like, I was loving it. Sure, because I was, it was like, like a yes. love letter to the to the city. Yeah, and like to people my age, because I'm the same age as Adam F. Goldberg, um, roughly. Um, so all of the things that he was referencing of that time in the '80s was when I was a kid in that same era. Era. era so era, era. so it was it was a great. Uh, <laughs> Great show for me, but now they're all grown up, and it's practically like the '90s now. Like, whatever. Anywho, and and we have a that's '90s show already, so we don't need that. Yeah, that wasn't that was a flop. Was it? I haven't it seen was, any of it. Yeah, there was. I think there was like two different attempts at that because that '70s show was so good. Right. Well, I actually really like that '70s show. Yeah, that '70s show yeah. was great. Um, um, it's too bad that that curly haired dude did all those weird things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> on the morning news, the one day they. Uh, they said, "Oh, you share your birthday with Danny Masterson." I was like, "Ooh, great! Bad? That's that's what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear." Yeah. So, oh boy, you share your birthday with Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> oh, dude, look at that! That's yeah. great. Where'd you get that? We have spoken. Yeah. Um, so if if you're listening to us in your in your car through your ear holes, yeah, uh, and not watching us through your eye holes on the YouTube's, on the YouTube's. Um, first of all, you're missing out on the fact that Rob still has his beard. Yeah. Right? Uh, How many months strong by it's now? Been since November, and wow. it's. I don't know. Proud of you. Yeah. But also, anyway. this this delightful Ugnaught, Ugnaught that he's showing us. It's cool. It's cool. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where'd you get him? Uh, five Below. Dude. Yeah. So you can pick him up. But yeah, he's awesome. Little. When I saw it, I was like, we have spoken. We sure so have. he needs to be. Are we done now? All right. I got to gotta be go. part of it. We're done. You said the thing. I did. I said <laughs> the I said the goodbye, That's our it, goodbye call. We have you know, spoken. you know, this is the way, man. This that is, is how the it goes. way. <laughs> oh boy! We, but we, we are need. not a Goldberg's podcast. We are not a That Seventy Show podcast. We are, in fact, a Star Wars podcast. You are once again listening to Bantha Milk podcast, formerly known That's as nice. Banter Beskar and Bantha Milk. You but did that all in like one breath. I did. Delightful. I'm I'm good like that. Nice Yo. job, buddy. Thank you. 
So yes, we're Bantha Milk Podcast. Nick uh, knows all the social medias. I don't know any of them. Yeah, I'm just looking at myself in the in the thing here, and like my eyes are so closed because your dogs were all up in my business. Oh no, so yeah, now I'm dying. and your, that's your okay. allergies. I'm gonna pour some Bantha Milk as I talk about all of our social medias. You talk about it because I need to find my uh, bottle opener. Because Rob can't find. Oh, there's right here in front of me, brother. Oh, that's why I, can't I was find it. I was hiding it from you. So Jeez, uh, kids these days, kids, kids, kids. What are we gonna do, kids these days? Oh, and you have my glass also. Oh, we are very. Did I? Did you give me the wrong glass? No. Oh, is that it's one? It's over there next God, to your dude. water bottle. Yeah. What? I, I just sang something from a musical. You did. I don't know what it is though. Uh, is it from Oliver or is it, what's the matter Oliver, with these kids Oliver. today? Yeah, da, 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 da. I just don't know. Anyway, uh, it might be Annie. I think it's Annie. If you know what uh, musical that is from. Like, comment, subscribe below. That's right. Um, that being said, you can find us all over social media. You can find us on Instagram at BanthamilkPodcast.com. You can also catch us at that same very handle. Wait, not BanthamilkPodcast.com. Podcast. <laughs> you can catch us at our website, BanthamilkPodcast.com. On Facebook, we're BanthamilkPodcast. You can check out our group, Facebook.com slash Sacred Jedi Texts. Uh, you can check us out on TikTok. And if you want to see Rob and his family doing very strange things and Rob doing borderline inappropriate dance moves um <laughs> and you can check us out on twitter if you paid twitter's rent this month if not i don't think they're gonna let you post about it bye but, bye birdie uh it is bye bye birdie man i knew it was a show that i had played before and i've never oddly enough never played for oliver or i think i might have played for annie once anyway um those are our social meds. Uh, you you should check out all of our friends uh, on the Ears Up Network, Ears with a Z. Ears with uh, a Z. You know, and they're they're all good, great dudes. Uh, Rob got to hang with our buddy Johnny Jalopy last time. Yeah, because uh, I don't even remember what the hell happened. You were working late or something. You got, had a rough day. You lost your voice again, maybe. That's what it was. Oh yes. man! So my voice was gone. Man, this has been a hell of a week. Um, it's still not quite back. Um, but we it's both like, have a very sul sultry yeah, voice we now. Sound like uh, like W E O K W E O K Radio W E O K After Hours after talking hours. about you about your intimate times. <laughs> uh, let's not do it there. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I I completely lost my voice like as I left the building from work, um, and it was gone mostly through s that Saturday that we were talking about mm -hmm. where I had that double header gig. Um, which was not great for a jazz gig, um, no. but uh, you know, uh, I'm 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 on my way. I'm on right. my way back. You're on your way back. I have so, a yeah. glass of bantha milk. So last week, Johnny Jalopy joined us. It Jopi was a, Jelani, as I like to call as him. Like you like to call him. It was a long episode because Johnny was also given a recap of all, all three of the seasons. Because yeah. he just uh, just binge watched it over the past couple of weeks, so he's all caught up. He's very excited. He said he'd be willing to become a third member of oh, bantha man. milk podcast. Oh, man. We That's all right. He just has to, you know, let us be a third member of Sketchy Live. Mm -hmm. Right. Ro we can rotate. We can rotate. We'll take itty bitty spot. And I'm sure I she'll think, love that. I don't she will think not any go. of their followers will like that. No, they will not. They, they will it, not. The itty bitty is the best. Yeah, so she's yeah. a fan favorite. She is a fan favorite. Just so, like Rob's beard. <laughs> so if you're into watching uh, people draw, that's uh, what they sketch. call Sherry. Oh, sorry, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, so, yeah, so if you're into watching uh, somebody sketch uh, live or, yeah, sketch live of um, Hot Rod Art, Johnny Jalopy is the man. He did these uh, paintings over my left shoulder here, out that away. That, that way there. 
um, of the Star Wars vehicles. We have the X-Wing. He said before the show, uh, um, let everybody in on a little secret, that he wants to try and figure out how he can draw a hot rod of the Razor Crest after Bro. watching The Mandalorian. Bro. Bro, I know. He said, I really like the... Oh, the, no, but like the N, the N5? Is that what the... the, the yeah, the N1. N1, yeah. yeah. That would be a rad one. It would, because it's already like hot Roddy-esque. Yeah. Oh, uh, so yeah, so that would be a pretty cool. He, one could, as well. he could just do a Din Djarin's ride mix-up. Yeah, it would. <laughs> can you imagine. Well, he he did one this week where it was like a van in the back, but then a hot rod, like an old T bucket hot rod in the front. So instead of having the van wheels come out where van wheels normally come out of, it came out way out in the front, kind of like a dragster type of thing. Okay. So it could almost be like the front half of the N1 and then the Razor Crest in the back half type of thing. That would be something crazy. I, th I think Joppy will uh, will think of something better than we I will. think he would because he's, he's much more creative than we are. That's we're, for sure. We're just mostly talkers. We just talk yeah. into these microphones for the dozens and dozens Yep, of people of who people love to. people we like and ask mm -hmm. to play this. In so you, you, we didn't get your review of last week's episode. Do you remember last week's episode? I do. Remind me what happened. There was some uh, Mandalorian stuff, and then there was some action stuff, and then some other things happened. And last week's episode was called, let's see, hold on. Man, I, I can't believe after that little, because I had things to say that I really liked it. Yeah, you did. You were like, I, I have so much I want to talk about. But it, then we saw this next episode, Which and we I, were yeah, like, I mean, uh, so last episode was called, oh, The Foundling, when right. we saw um, Jar Jar Binks, reincarnation yes, okay. of Jar Jar Binks. Yes, yeah, so um, great episode. Yes. Um, Ahmed Best is the uh, name of the actor who played Jar Jar, and he need, he earned the redemption arc that he got because he got so much like hate. online hate and yeah. stuff for his portrayal of Jar Jar, and he was just doing his job. Like he did a yep. great job at it. It's not his fault the character sucked. Yeah. Um, and so he actually was Keller and Best in like this Star Wars game show. Yep. Um, and like. That was like just like his, his little redemption and his like, oh, look at that. They made him a part of Star Wars lore. He's a Jedi Master. And he's he's called the Sabered Hand on the show because his, his students name him that. Cause he's, but like like when they said, like, get him to Keller and it was like, well, what? Hold up. Yeah. That like little thing. Uh, and they did such a like he was so cool. I mm -hmm. hope like I hope that's not all we see of him. So, yeah, not I hope only was the fight scene rad. Right, um, I liked it. I thought it was cool. He had two different blades, and he didn't drop one five seconds later. No, like that's no. how. I, oh, look at how cool I am with two blades. There's then the one hard. goes away. Go. Yeah, we'll go back to just but one. He did the thing. Mm -hmm. and he did it well. He and did there it were two well. Different colors too, weren't they? Yeah, because because he picked up. He had his own. Uh, blade, and then he picked up somebody who was shot down. Oh. He picked up their blade, <laughs> and see. so it's not even like he is like Ahsoka, where you're used to doing right. with two. But he was just like, watch but he this. He is after all the sabered hand. He is. Yeah. He is. Um, um, there was there was some buzz after during this past week about that, and people were saying, oh, it's like people were saying it's so. I'm trying to figure out how they how they worded it. They were saying, like, it's so good for him to get this redemption arc for him, blah, blah, blah. But somebody re replied in the comments, basically, like, it wasn't his fault. Like, people people sent him death threats, yep. and he contemplated suicide. Yep. 
It got bad. It got bad. And all he was, even um, on Screen Crush, he even said all he was was an actor in a fish suit in a space pirate movie. Yep. And people were telling him like he should he should kill himself because yep. he was, and it's ridiculous. He didn't need, he shouldn't have needed the redemption arc because yep. it, it wasn't his fault at all that yep. Jar Jar Binks the character was stupid. And it also wasn't his fault that, regardless of a stupid character, that the world is full of hateful idiots. Yeah. That react to a stupid character mm-hmm. by giving death threats. That's to the actor, yeah. in, in and of itself, yeah. Like, how about saying, "Hey, that's a terrible, stupid act, uh, stupid character." I'm going to talk about how stupid and terrible it is online and complain about it. But that's it, because that's that's fine. It's fine if you want to complain about a stupid character online. Yeah, you have that right. That's fine. Yeah, but don't threaten the guy's life over it. People, the, the internet had like two diverging paths. I feel like it could have gone on. Mm-hmm. Um, it went. It went the the less. Uh, the lesser civilized the way, roots. yeah. Uh, and here we are podcasting on it. Yep, Cheers. here we are. We're trying to spread goodness instead of badness. Indeed. But yeah, so one it was... One Star Wars episode at a time. One Star Wars episode at a time. So it was good for for civilized human beings to apologize to him, basically, and say, hey, this character that you did was awesome. Um but instead they're like, oh, it's such a good redemption arc for him. But it wasn't his fault. He didn't He didn't need the redemption arc. Society needed the redemption arc because they were such jerks for no reason in the first place. Yep. So I'm Maybe happy. Maybe they can make society a Jedi Master and give us a, I know, right? a Jedi uh, a redemption arc. Yeah, I, that, would be, that would be much Imagine better. Imagine like Grogu's in trouble and all of a sudden Jedi Master society pops on society screen. Society pops on screen. Yeah, and they would all... not do well. No, they would not do well. They'd just be leaving trash comments on mm-hmm. YouTube, and you know, and say, uh, "We can't help you. Look at you. You're little." Me, me, me. And they would just be mean to him. So whatever. Uh, yeah. So that was that was a good part. Um, they also they saved uh, Paz Vizsla's kid, right? Um, and Paz Vizsla did what, of course, he was going to do. Where he was like, "Oh my God, I'm going to run into this because my kid's in there." And they're like, "No, don't do that." Don't He's like, do "No, that. but it's my kid." I and see the heat source. It's my kid in it's there. Definitely, it's him. not your kid. He's just taking a nap. Yeah. And then uh, they had the separate arc with Grogu. He got his own um, his little necklace, chest piece, his yeah. chest piece. His uh, <laughs> who's uh, who's the guy from? Um, I was going to say run DMC. Oh, no. It's no. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Yeah. He got his own Flavor Flav clock. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Um. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so Trey said to me, he said, I'm calling it now. Grogu's going to get shot, oh, yeah. and everybody's going to think he's oh, yeah. dead. 100%. And it's going to be that piece of Mandalorian best car that protected him and oh, yeah. saved his life. 100%. Like, so, without a doubt. Yeah, that's this. Uh, once you <laughs> once you put a piece of armor somewhere, you know it's going to get shot. Especially when it covers most of their body. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then, also they've dropped a lot of hints about him talking, right? Because at one point, like he was saying, why isn't he wearing blah blah blah? Well, he's not old enough to speak. He's not the old creed. enough to speak. Yeah, so he, he specifically said to speak the creed. Yes. Um. So and I I think I don't know if it was that episode or the episode before, but one of the episodes they were mumbling and or they they talked around him and then he mumbled something, mm-hmm. and it clearly sounded like mumbling. This is the way. So while I was really hoping that his first words were going to be frog or cookie or whatever. You think maybe he already knows how to talk? 
No, I don't think so. He's 50 years old. He has, he's been but around like, long, a long may, time. Maybe like his experiences at the, but no, I guess at the Jedi Temple, he wasn't exactly talking either. Yeah. He was just kind of floating Oh, and then also when they had the flashback, did you notice he was a little bit babyish? He was yeah. a little bit tinier. We saw yeah. an even cuter version of him. But now do you think we're going to see where he goes? Like who, why he was in that like desert out in the middle of nowhere since we're getting these flashbacks of his saving them saving him i think only if he's going to be around the room when she's hammering away again i think we did that once yeah in this this series it's the hammer that gives us flashbacks versus yes. the, the back to tanks the back to tanks yeah. um so i don't think we're going to be she's going to be slamming too much on the hammer for him i think she will you think she's going to build a whole suit for him i think something's gonna because like there's she, there's plenty of the armor is very active right now. Uh, there's a lot of talk about the forge and the forge of Mandalore and the for the great forge of Mandalore and this forge. So I think I think it's pretty clear we're going to see her forging more armor and stuff. So. Yeah, um, I, I'm sorry, my eye is. I is see it. Yeah, you need some uh, Benadryl. Yeah, yeah, Benadryl put me to sleep though. Oh. In here. So anyway, mm. we're talking about. Yeah, we don't want that. Um, so yeah, so last week's episode, good episode. What would you rate it? I. I said, I think it would be uh, like a B plus again. I'd agree. Yeah, it was. It had it had a lot of more. I do like all the um, and we talked a lot. I talked a lot about it with Johnny because he's very into faith. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a lot uh, more religious tones to it. Sure. Um, and even the whole the whole Mandalorian culture is very closely based. Uh, Screen Crush was talking about it very closely based on Judaism background and they were, you know, sent away from their uh their motherland, the uh I forget um like where Israel is now and stuff like that. And they were wanderers and all this stuff and the promised you know, land. The promised land and then with the baptism and all that stuff that the kid was going through and whatever. So there was a lot to it to a lot of religious undertones For sure. to last week's episode. Uh, and then this week's episode comes around. Uh, I, well, let's just do this real fast. I don't have any news because I've been so busy that I didn't get any news. Star Wars news. But uh, instead of Star Wars news, we'll just hit a quick commercial. And then we will talk about this episode after we come back from this commercial break. I'm into nuggets, y'all. I'm into nuggets, y'all. Is that the, I, I hope that's the commercial. Remember that commercial? Yes, I do. McNuggets, McNuggets, what? Ketchup and mayo. Yeah, that was, I remember, that was a fun time in life. I remember the original one. To all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, it, cheese, pickles, pickles, onions, onions on, on a sesame seed bun. bun. That's yep, right. Oh, that I want. Oh, man. Mm, <laughs> McDonald's. Man, and I Biggest Loser dinner. just started this week for I us, had, too. So it's I like. dinner tonight. There you go. I think you're stopping McDonald's on the way home. There's a small possibility that that's happening. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anywho. We are here to talk about season three, episode five. Five, Holy chapter 21. Already. Yeah. So this is the other thing. I was thinking about this. We're already up to episode five. There's only three episodes left. Yep. We really haven't had the big conflict yet. Yeah. It started, <laughs> it started out fast. Yeah. And the last couple episodes have been substantial, but... A lot of things have been happening in separate places. Yeah. So, like, not a whole lot of time has passed on. No. Um, it's interesting seeing that, like, Din has just, I guess, he lives with the covert now. He's just, yeah. he's just with them now. Because, um, like, when, when you know, Space Cop pulls up, 
he's just kind of hanging out with him like, hey, bro, you're not wanted here, Blue. Yeah, and and Bo Katan also they both because they yep. were both baptized in the in the, the waters, waters the so now waters. they are both um, allowed to be part of the armor. Yep. Um, so they said, okay, they you got do the this. cooties wiped off of them. They sure did. So now they're back in the club. And I do, I did like how Bo Katan has kind of like adopted their ways. She's like, okay, how do you, like last week? How do you eat with your helmet on? Right. Um, so she has, she has appreciated it. She has, uh, fallen into the ways and, and it is, uh, also interesting. I think we talked about it, that the armor has the spikes on her helmet, right? which was, could be from death when watch. death watch, which Bo-Katan was also a part of death watch right. after but that was when they split Yeah, was when Maul took over. Cause he claimed the Darth, Dar- the dark saber from previous previous Yeah. Um, and so the people who stuck with him got the, the little, the little horns spikes on the horns. Yeah. And the people who did not were like Bo-Katan's faction. Mm-hmm. So this episode, I, you're going to have to help me with the rundown because like I said, I'm very behind sure. and I apologize. I did yeah. watch the whole thing. Uh, I just didn't write down any notes while I was doing it. So, um, so we open up on a magical land filled with a, fairies and puppy on dogs. On a magic carpet ride. A whole new world. Disney has just DCMA this They right have. That was it. They own those couple of syllables. Just those three words. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, so I'm trying to think where we start. I think we start with Space Cop, don't we? We start, no, what... Is before Space Cop, don't we start with uh, Grief Karga and the pirates yeah, taking over? Yeah, so Grief Karga is having a hilariously broad scopes meeting, like like town meeting. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? The trade center shouldn't be there. It should be over there. Let's move right. all Which these buildings. We're gonna move. Um, and I was wondering, I'm like, they're moving buildings. Like, yeah. I don't get it. What's well, going and on? We're gonna be moving a lot of cargo. And where's the rail? So- like, where is it? Like, it's right there. It's bro. right there. Like, what are you talking <laughs> like, about? I, I guess they're trying to get across the point that they're planning future expansion. Yeah. But like, it just seemed very, I'm in a meeting. I'm going to do this until the plot point happens. Right. I, I'm going to talk city stuff and this is all I know. We should have buildings. Look, I'm doing the good thing for the people. I am. I am one of the people. I'm a good guy now. Uh Oh, here comes the plot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's coming in on this big spaceship. And then all of a sudden we get the like, the Hydrox brand C-3PO comes in with his weird face. <laughs> this weird he's face. like, hey, in case you didn't see that giant <laughs> play, uh, ship flying in, we're in trouble. The bowl and, brick, bowl and basket, the, the oh, ShopRite yeah. brand or, uh, what's cereal. That, what is uh, the uh, Kirkman? Kirkland. Kirk, Kirkland. Kirkland. Yeah, That's the right. Kirkland cereal. Uh, but Kirkland brand's actually pretty good. They're not bad. Yeah, there's pretty a solid. lot of... I don't mind Kirkland at yeah. all. So. I used to wear Kirkland underwear. Oh. I don't anymore. But not anymore? You yeah. stepped up in the world? Yeah. Now, there you go. now I wear... And I'm not going to get into that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so well, in this episode, we find out about <laughs> Nick's undergarment. We find out way too much. <laughs> um, and we somehow lost and gained weird subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. We have this pirate invasion, which I love... How they're depicting pirates. Yes. Because it's just pirates. 
They're just pirates in space. It's like yeah. they're, they're little like second in command looked like a little alien Captain Smee or yeah, know, Smee from, yeah from, from, Peter uh, Pan. from Peter Pan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was so silly. And was... I loved it. And you had him barking orders. And then at one point, like the captain actually took over this giant wheel. And I love I love. Yeah, I love how there's a giant wheel just like it. Just like an old pirate ship yep. has. It's, it has a giant wheel. Like, We're taking her down. Yeah. And um, uh, there was one thing that I did notice. There was one scene you could so tell. Uh, that Carl Weathers dyed his hair, and I'm pretty sure he had like the spray to fill in the hair. Okay, because it was the head part, like on top of his head, was so black and so full that I was just like, oh my gosh, like that is you totally dyed that. Like his yeah. whole scalp is dyed black. Oh boy. Um, so that was pretty funny. I was like, wow, okay. Uh, yeah, so then they're, they're, uh, then Grief Karga, this is when he sends it to, to, um, Kim's Creations. He throws his, his hands like this on his shirt. He's like, I'm going to look badass before these people go, but hey, pirates. Hey, pirates. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then he, then he, uh, he sends a message to Kim's Convenience Store in Canada and says, can you come help me? Is, that's is he in a show that that's what know. uh that's what Paul Sun Hung, Hung Hung I forget I don't know how to say his last name, but the space I just uh, call him Space Cop. Space Cop. That's Space Cop was in Kim's Convenience before he was in this. It was a really good show. I liked it. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's on. Netflix I'm not. Now. I was actually just saying to Pagan while we watched it. I haven't seen him in anything, and I like him. Yeah. Um, so so he's he's uh oh, I forget how to say it. Umpa Umpa. Oompa is like dad in like Korean or something like that. Okay. So it's all he he owns a convenience store and it's him and his wife and his daughter and their son, um and whatever. So it's cute. It's a comedy. It's fun. It's uh, not on anymore. Um, the last season it got apparently all of the writers are were white people and it was a show about a Korean family, and so they were trying to make them do. Things that, things that the Korean people were like, wait, we're, we're not dumb. Like, yeah, Koreans aren't happen. dumb. That doesn't happen. Um, so then there was a, a big, like, backlash about that. So, But up until that point when they uh, – Yeah, it was good stuff. I liked it. So um, definitely check it out. So in this bar, we get big old cameo, mm-hmm. right? Big old space cameo that I'm multiple very much sp- no, Multiple space cameos. Okay. Um. Captain, uh, the three pilots who are the producers, um, the wolf, uh, lone right. wolf. Uh, uh, so Dave Filoni was Dave one Filoni, of them, right? yeah. Um, Taika White was Taika Waititi one of them. Um, I don't think Taika Waititi. Trapper Wolf, uh, Jib Donger, so Rick Fulmiyama, Deborah Chow, and Dave and Filoni. Dave Filoni yeah. yeah, I definitely saw Dave Filoni as as like sitting as a like a foreground character or something. Yeah, but when Zeb came on screen, man, I was like Zeb. What? Yeah, and Zeb was I, awesome. I love how he, I mean he's clearly very CGI'd, but I don't know how you make a character like that work without it. Well, yeah. Um, and it looked good, and I hope they do more with him. And I'm loving how many rebels things we're getting in this. And right. I'm hoping that means that like Ahsoka, we're gonna get a lot of this stuff. So it's already confirmed that in Ahsoka that uh, Kanan, not Kanan, um, the younger kid. Oh. oh um, the t- the wow! Why is that escaping my brain too? Some Star Wars podcast. I know, right? We're the worst Star Wars podcast ever. Star Wars Rebels. Star- now all I can think of is is Kanan because you said the word Kanan. I know Star Wars Rebels. He's the main um, freak. The main character. kid, yeah, Ezra, Ezra. My goodness, Ezra and Ezra. Uh, Sabine. 
have both been confirmed that they're going to be in the Ahsoka, the Ahsoka series okay. at some point in time. So that'll be cool. Now, since uh, Ezra did go off on his own, um, they'll probably just find Ezra at one scene or whatever. So right. maybe it'll be that'll be what their big culmination, 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 um, or something. Who knows? But as both of them are supposed but to be in it, I think them bringing Zeb into live action. Yes. As they're setting up all these things, mm-hmm. like it would be silly for them, especially like we also know Hera is still around at this point. Yes. Right. Because we saw the ghost in the last in Jedi, the last Jedi. Yeah. Um, or the rise of Skywalker. Um, so like I would, man, it would be so rad to see this in the entire crew uh, of the ghost, like back together during Ahsoka. Yeah. It, it would be the, my favorite thing in the world. It would be really, really cool. But, you um, know, in the meantime, we're but also the maybe maybe if they bring back the Star Wars Force Rangers Ranger Force, yeah, it does seem like with the Adelphi Rangers thing because yeah. I'm really into it. Like I like the way, the whole vibe that this guy gave off. Mm-hmm. Like when he rolled up into Coruscant with like his his bomber jacket on. Yeah, yeah. Like as as like the the fighter pilot walking into like the yeah like Tom Cruise and yeah uh huh and he's just like. The, the dude who's out in the field and this dude's in requisitions, you yep. know, like, what yeah, you, I don't know. I, I really dug that. I, I would love to see, cause like every dog fight they're doing is awesome. It's very awesome. Like yes. every single one they do looks rad. Uh, and it just makes me want, you know, I think cause like it, I always just, I try and compare everything, I guess, to game of Thrones because that's the other really huge budget CGI thing. That's like I'm into and has been big and it's sure. sci-fi slash fantasy. Um, and I think the dragon, I love the shows, but I, and especially fire and blood, uh, but the, the dragon CGI looks crappy sometimes. Yeah. There was definitely a couple of scenes when I was like, eh. but if you think back to 1977, like some of that flight stuff still looks good. And I think yeah. part of it is just movement. Uh-huh. You have a X wing. None of the parts have to move in order to make it look like it's flying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, it, I think when you have like a big floppy dragon flying through the air, you have more challenges that you're probably going to face. Right. Than- you have to keep the camera either the floppy dragon has to be further away right. or you have to keep the camera with the floppy dragon to make it look like it's flying right. without it looking that it's just standing there. And then when you're doing all of that, you're spending so much time making the floppy dragon look like it's flying where with the X-Wing or even TIE fighters, because they don't even have jet engines coming out of the back of them, yep. you can move these things a lot better because there's no movement on those. It's a those. static it's a object. Static object. Yeah. Like, literally in 77, they stuck onto a peg and just flew. And mm-hmm. again, the, the the things that hold up the best about the old Star Wars movies are some, some of the space scenes. Yeah. You know, they don't look amazing, but like they still look pretty good. Like the Death Star trench run still looks pretty fun. And except like I, I still enjoy it. And, yeah, you know, 100%. The, the, yeah. the battle at Endor is still pretty rad. Yeah, even even when they're you know the the logs are busting the uh, Adat's heads, yep. <laughs> the ATSTs had heads. Yeah, like it looks, it still looks, it still holds up. Yeah, because it's not a lot of needed organic movements. It's all you know, and and all that organic movement takes being super meticulous and being mm-hmm. super meticulous takes a lot of time and money and energy. Yeah, because if you're not meticulous with it, then it looks really bad. Yep, and so. 
it, it also again it makes me wonder what happened during Book of Boba Fett for that scooter scene, because like yeah. you have static objects, man. Like it looked like crap. Like you're we're, we're here. We are in the Mandalorian season three, and so far in five episodes, we've had at least three or four rad dogfights. Right. That all looked great. That all had awesome CGI. That ne- I was never taken out of it. Like oh that looks crappy or oh yeah that, that's clearly CGI. Uh, it all, I was like engaged, like the, the choreography, I guess, if you could call it, was always awesome. Yeah. Like seeing like uh, Din and uh, Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan like, like fly like right by each other through explosions and crap. Um, and even even last week, there was one scene where he blew up the ship and yeah. instead of just flying through the dust, they made him go up and over it. Yep. And there was another scene when he's flying like along the water and you see the stuff falling to the lake behind him. Yep. Like you, it was just those little extra things that make it so much better. It's and awful. it makes me want to think that they tried to make the scooter scene because they were supposed to be like Vespas. Right. Maybe they wanted it to be super slow. But it looked like it was even slower than it needed to be. Like if it was sped up to a uh, 2x speed, but, it almost looked like a good chasing. But maybe I have to watch it again because no, I've you only don't watched want to. it once. But no. like Boba was involved in that scene, right? Uh, they were all the gangsters chasing right. somebody who stole something. And Boba from was Boba. on foot, I think. So like, wouldn't Boba be better off in his jetpack? Just. Mm-hmm. Rather than just allowing well, the Vespa, f- I yeah. don't know. I, again, it's been since it aired. Right. Um, Speaking of jetpacks, there was a scene this this episode that they should have used their jetpacks and they didn't. And I was like, "You have jetpacks on." Which one was it? Because I'm sure I said the same thing. So okay, so we're getting we're uh, getting we're back on. Uh, yeah, getting back yes. on to okay. So 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 we have the space cop. We meet Zeb. Uh, he goes, "Something's fishy here." Yeah, uh, and he goes back to space. Uh, precinct um and says hey i want to space investigate and we see space bad guy so this this is what made me laugh a little bit like he's out in the outer rim and instead of just i I get it he was trying to get backup he needed backup right so he had to go all the way to coruscant but but here's what i'm thinking too because like we never really know how time works here like he said, oh, you're a long way. But, like, how long does it take to get to Coruscant from the Outer Rim yeah. in an X-Wing? Right. Uh, if like you have... In, in hyperspace. In hyperspace. Like, it doesn't look like there's a bed in there. No. Like, no. And, and there, yeah, there's there's no back tube in there. There's no, no bed. There's so, no... like, it can't be a several days journey. Right. Because... <laughs> Unless he's just got, got like, you know, like, an amazing like a space suit. He's, got, he's just got, like, a bag and, like, yeah. he does what he has to do. But like for such a small craft to have a hyperspace, you would a hyperspace drive. You would think that there would be. So I don't know, like, and especially like how long is this all taking? Because he says, "Hey, we're getting attacked by Gorian Shard." Gorian Shard says, "Don't call me until you are willing to say I oh, take over my planet. You're good." Right. So like, then he starts shooting the whole place. How long between then and the time he goes gets it? He travels back to Coruscant. He has this pedantic little conversation. He travels to the covert. He talks to them. Then they finally get there. 
Don't you think that the whole place would be leveled by then? Yeah, like it's got to be at least a week's worth of time going around to all those places. Unless like literally like, oh, you came a long way. Maybe it it feels like a long time when it takes you like three hours in hyperspace. Maybe that feels like a long time. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. No, I, I, I feel because also when we finally go back, when he finally convinces. So he goes to Coruscant, they say no. We also see the mole. She's yes. there. And we all know she's a mole. And she's she's just as cryptic and evil looking and, yeah. and sneaky lo- and like too happy and like, come on, dude. Open uh-huh. your eyes, bro. Open. And he knows something's fishy. He knows something's fishy. He knows that she is she's uh not to be trusted. But nobody else seems to nobody else seems to know that, that mm-hmm. she's she's not to be trusted. And I don't understand why nobody else has figured this out. He's the only one um, who's he's like looking at her at her badge that she has and all this stuff. So and he says, figure it out. It'll be too it'll be too late. late. So he said to them the same thing that he said last season when he, he said it to Cara Dune that there's something going on out here in the outer rim. And I don't know what it is yet, but it's not right. Um so he knows that something's going on, which is why I also think he'll be a great leader of the spinoff show if they make it. Um, that would be really cool for him to... Sorry, I'm trying... M-A-N-D-A. I'm trying to type in Mandalorian. It'll be cool for him to have his own uh, his own spinoff show uh, with Zeb and who else, and maybe even Trapper John M.D. or whatever uh, Dave Filoni's name is. Right. Um, but it would, be, uh, that would be cool for that to happen. Um so they say no, we can't help you. I'm just in and just in requisitions here. And the thing that he had that that the droid was bringing over and dropping on his desk was the same thing that uh, the Doctor Pershing's was doing back before, where he was checking everything off right. and saying that these things. And he's like, "Wait, I'm doing all this work, and, and all you're doing can do a droid yeah. can do it, and and it's just being just thrown. We're throwing all this stuff away." Yep. Um, so. And it was funny that they were the same same things that now this guy's the next one to have these and he's he's getting rid of them. So he's like, I can't do anything for you. So then he's like, Okay, um I'm gonna go talk to this band of outlaws. Yeah, Captain Carson's that's his name. Weirdos. I'm gonna go talk to these guys because I'm friends <laughs> with them because I ran into them and didn't arrest one of them. So we're cool now. So we're cool now. Um uh, and it was cool that they brought uh Skippy the droid all the way around and gave him some more of a purpose. Yeah, so now, like, but that just fans the flames of, of the theorists out there that say that Skippy is a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 until now, like, it was all speculation and, and that, oh, Skippy actually, you know, act meant to, to blow up so that R2 could save the day because he's a Jedi. And, like, it was super tinfoily. Uh, and the more reasonable you know, conclusion to come to was that Skippy was just a crappy droid who, right. who short-circuited. <laughs> but now, apparently, Skippy served in, in the he rebellion. He served in the rebellion at some point now. We find this out. And so he was <laughs> he was on Tatooine, at some point in time served on the rebellion, and then somehow went back. Managed to get back into the hands of... Of uh, uh, More the, important again. This sure seems like a droid that is led by the force to me. Yes, he's going. Yeah, so he's back now uh, with them, and on top of it, uh, Captain Carson somehow is able to contact him and be like, "Hey, 
You with those uh, Mandalorian type folk? And, and don't astromech droids routinely get their memory wiped? Yes, the only one who hasn't was R two D two, but everyone else routinely gets their memory. Certainly seems like it would take someone, you know, convincing a human not to memory wipe them. Right. Somehow. Yes. You will not deep, memory deep, wipe deep, me. Deep. You will oh, not deep, do deep, it. Deep, 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 deep. <laughs> I'm not going to memory wipe you. Go ahead. Next droid, please. <laughs> so, so anyway. Yeah. So uh, then, then he, he finds he... his friends in a cave. Mm -hmm. His friends don't want to come out and play. Nope. Um, they all walk on out looking badass. And, and Din's like, bro, he's cool. He helped me get out of a speeding ticket. We're all right. We're all right. But we still have to move now because now somebody yeah, knows thanks, where we bro. are. Thanks, thanks Skippy. We we'll to, talk to you later. Yeah, we have to pick pack all the stuff up. Thanks to you, Skippy. You know how heavy this forge is? We only have two ships. Right. And one holds one person and a little little alien. That's yeah, it. Yeah, really. I so wonder we're, how they're getting anywhere. We're all going to have to fit into the ca cargo carrier. Yeah, how do they get there? They have to have ships somewhere. Because of, of uh, Bo-Katan's ship. Just so happens to be a starport carrier or, or cargo carrier type ship it's big enough right. that it can hold all 12 of the mandalorians PS yeah, and they're going to restart their culture out of all 12 of those mandalorians yes but that's okay because apparently uh freaking what's the name of the planet the one that they left navarro or, uh, navarro so apparently navarro has like 30 residents <laughs> and navarro <laughs> there's you're telling me in this i don't know how big this planet is even if it's the size of say um pluto i will say that uh there's only one city. That's it, right uh, there. <laughs> Citizens of Navarro, <laughs> right, all twenty of you, all of you, all here of you. in this space, right here. Yeah, there's uh, the whole planet has one city on it. Although there were like four or five dudes left back in in town, getting harassed by the pirates. Yes, everybody else ran except for four, and I don't know why those four didn't leave. Also, so they were getting harassed by the pirates. So they go. <laughs> we are all over the place. That's this week. all right. It's us. They go back to. Uh, the Mandalorians are like, we can't do this uh, because, and then they have, then they have the tribal meeting, and everyone gets to hold the truth. Everybody, stick. the truth stick, the conch. I have excuse the conch. Me. Excuse me, I'm holding the truth. I'm stick. holding the truth stick. You, you can't talk while I hold the truth stick. Uh, Piggy, sit down. Um, these two are going to talk. Oh, Sam and Eric get to talk next. That's all from Lord of the Flies. I just can't. Um, it was it was so silly, like the little wrench that they held. Yeah, is that if whoever the the hammer that makes the armor. This is what if you hold this, you're allowed to talk. Because I because I get to, the armor's like I get to kill people with this later. So like, you can, you hold it <laughs> everybody now. hold it now. I'll kill people with. I it will later. smash pirates' heads in yeah. with this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they're, they're having a debate. They're having a town meeting and amongst the 12 of them. They try and act like we all don't realize Paz Vistle is going to back Mando. Like right. As, as though we all don't know he's all of a sudden going to say, this is, this is the way or because we're, because like, yeah. this dude saved my kid. Like, so really? now, yeah, Come on. yeah, the, we, we were, we were, we were, uh, I was nervous. Oh gosh. Is he going to put up? Is he going to argue about this and say, no, we're not going? He saved my kid. Screw that guy. I'm Screw not, that I'm guy. Not yeah. His friend. Yeah. So uh, they so very clearly and and blatantly are going to go and help. Yes. Um, and they do. And it's rad. Like, it is rad. The whole scene is excellent. The whole drop scene where they drop from the. So the that planes. was that was in the previews. We finally see the yeah. drop scene in the previews. So that was awesome. Um, they have and the a, end one becomes in and like harasses them at first and, and then like, starts drawing the drawing them out. So it was very well choreographed, 
almost as well as when we first met Bo-Katan with her two other um, Mandalorians. Yeah, and they're, they, they're precision. They're precision. Team yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, they were very well. So she, you could tell she led them, and she, this is what we're going to do. She even said, like, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do this. We're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. So she is a very well military mind, has a great military mind to her. So they go in. Like you said, great dogfight scene. Um, the N one's gone around taking and out ships. She even ships. gave like this really rad like pep talk. Like you once lived in the sewers here. Yeah. Now you can be here like that. Like like a super. Like, yeah. Now I'm, you can I'm live above leader. ground yeah. and and all this stuff. And then was it before or after? I don't know. You have to tell me when first. when the armor told her to take her helmet off. Oh, after. that was after, this yeah. is after. This is when they're back on the bar. So yeah, so she she plans the whole giant fight scene and everything, and it goes down with precision, just oh, the yeah. way they wanted it. Except for this is the one scene that I was talking about. They drop the first crew out. They go down. They do their thing. Uh, of course, Paz Vizsla with his giant Gatling gun. They're getting almost pinned down. Because, he wipes out everybody. Because like no one thought, maybe I should just bring a bigger gun. And then the other thing, this is probably the third time that we've seen it in The Mandalorian, where the bad guys have a giant Gatling gun that we have to stop and put together. Right. Nobody puts it together beforehand. That's it, man. Even though in this scene, the bottom was it. mounted on the building. It yeah, was already but, there. Yeah, but, so, but you know, you don't want to give, an, as a pirate, while you're occupying enemy territory, you don't want to give an air of, like, totalitarianism <laughs> right, right, by right. having a gun just out. <laughs> so, you, you know, you leave the... You leave that like on the side, and you sure. put that like. What are the odds that you're going to need it? You're not going to need it, so we'll just leave it down here. Keep it out of the out of the elements. We don't want it to get all dirty or anything like that. We'll just put yeah, it who's down. Gonna, here. Who's going to drop in holding one of these things? Right, right. Nobody's going to hold one. They're nobody's strong enough to hold one by themselves. So anyway. yeah. So then um, everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. <laughs> and then this is uh, the, was also a great scene as they're the the Gatling gun on the top is trying to shoot everybody. And the, the armorer. armorer somehow sneaks up, uh, very Rambo esque. Like yeah. we've never seen the armorer shoot a gun. No, we? she has not. She has not welded, wielded uh, firing mechanisms this, at all. This again lends credence to my thought that maybe she's a Jedi. Could be because because she she's uses a more civilized weapon for. It would be cool if they if the the hammer she just pulls the top off and it's just a glowing right. zoom, glowing. I'm stick. still convinced that. Like the, I don't understand how Paz and Din could have stopped at the same exact time before stabbing themselves with those vibro right blades with those vibro blades in the first like, yeah. episode. Yeah. So like I don't know. There's something fishy going on with the armor. Yeah, you're still. I'm thinking maybe she's like a um, a night sister. That would be cool if she was. Like, and she's she's got some night sister magic going. Yeah, on. because now we're now that we know that oh, Mandalorians if... aren't just from Mandalore that they're taking anybody. In that they want to make a Mandalorian, they right. so it would be cool if she was a Night Sister. Maybe that's why she doesn't want to take her helmet off because she doesn't want anybody to see that she is a Night Sister yeah. underneath there. Because then she'll lose all her credibility. So that would well, be pretty cool. There are, I have some theories about some people from the uh, Jedi Fallen Order series, but I don't have a PS5. So when that comes out at the end of this month, I won't be able to talk about it. You could Trey did tell me that you can play it on a PC, but you I don't know. have that either. I have so. a PC. I. And it's a it it can do games, it's pretty good. Okay. I think it could probably handle this. Like it would max it the hell out. But I okay. think I think it could probably handle it. But I just don't like. 
it's not how I game. Right. I game on my couch. Yeah. You know, at at late at night when it's like, you know, it's the only time I get to. So like, I'm not going to sit in my, my office next to my daughter's room and my, where my wife's sleeping and just be on. It just doesn't, doesn't happen. It's not how I like to get. And I do game on my PC occasionally, but I would much rather be relaxing on my couch. I understand. I understand. uh, You can donate to our Patreon. Right. At uh, (laughs) ears up. Yeah, here's so up podcast. Make sure in the note you say this is to get both Rob and Nick a PS5 so that they can start streaming. We can start uh, Jedi. That's uh, right. Fallen Order. World Jedi Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the pirate so, invasion so the, has been belayed, and it was a lot of a lot of good scenes here. Now you could tell because of course pirates can't leave anything nice. No. So even though. You know, some of the destruction was from the ship above bombing the city to to get everybody to leave because for some reason they need they have an entire planet that they could occupy, but they need this one this city. One, this is ours. Um, so there, there a lot of that was blown up from them. But then you also see that the pirates are totally disrespecting the town as it is and just trashing it even more, which also leads me to believe that pirates don't like nice things apparently. Um, so then as they're being fought down and taken down by the Mandalorians, there's a couple of them that fall in front of, uh, Mark Hamill and his little friend, the, uh, what are the two little guys? The little, uh, the, the ones Joaquin, that, yeah, uh, well, not the, not the, not the, not oh, those no, things. Yeah. Uh, uh, what are those little guys? The Babu. Frick, yeah. Babu Frick. Yeah. Whatever he was. So Babu Frick and his friend were, but their even their window was broken and it was all the way on the floor. So. Pirates must just walk by and go, oh, look, more glass. Let's kick it, break everything. So they were laughing at them and saying, you you know, you deserve this type of type type of thing. But then it then when the second group falls, leaves the, the ship and they land, they get trapped in the middle of two right. pirates bands are coming towards them. They're like, we're boxed in. Yep. And they but should they have flown up. Yes. All have jetpacks. I, I liter- you're right. And that is literally the time where I said to Peggy, why don't they just fly away? Yeah. I said the same thing. I I, I yelled at the TV. I said, you have jetpacks. Yeah. But apparently they didn't hear me because then they needed the other Mandalorians to fly out, in. They must have been out of fuel. They were out of fuel. We were introduced to that concept last uh, yes. last episode that you which, can run out of fuel. Which makes sense to me. Like, they're, sure. they're not very big. It, do you, did you see the guy who had his own jetpack in like the seventies or eighties. Yeah. Yeah. He was... like flew into stadiums and stuff, but it was that same concept. Like he could only go like from outside the stadium like... to inside the stadium. It was like 15, but, 30 second flight. I, was only him. I think we've, we've proven that Mandalorian jetpacks have got some staying power. They can go pretty far. Right. And, and because we, Johnny and I were talking about when they were fighting the, uh, crate dragon, Din Djarin and not Boba Fett, yeah, but Timothy Oliphant, Boba Fett, right, were up there shooting for quite a while. So, I would like to do a stopwatch. Yeah. So here's the question: Do you think that last episode they introduced the ga- the fuel problem because they're going to need that later on this season? That yes, they, it like, will come like, into play again. I feel like th- th- that's never been an issue until this past episode. That's setting a precedent. Yes. Right? That, that fuel can be a problem with these things. With these things. I think maybe we're going to see that again. So at the see episode eight, when they're fighting Moff Gideon, everybody's going to... flying gonna... away, and, and Din is like flying. He's like, oh, no, I can't get him. I'm running out of gas. Yeah. We'll all be like, 
We saw it. We knew it. We knew this was happening. Think of Bantha Milk Podcast. That's right. Comment, subscribe. That's right. Listen to us. We know things. LCR. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So then they beat the town. And then after they beat the town, uh, Bo-Katan gets summoned to the the armor. armor. Yeah. Like, hey, bro. Got a note for you. Come here. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go see the armor. Yeah. Let's go. And he like... and Paz Vizsla takes her down the steps. This would have been cool if if she was brought by somebody else. I don't think we needed Paz Vizsla to do it. Yeah, it was, all he did was just walk her. there. He just walked leave. her there. Yeah. And then he's, <laughs> she's just like, hey, take your head helmet off. Take your helmet off. You'll totally be fine. Don't worry about it. I I trust me. Take do you trust me? Off. Take your ah, helmet you're off. You're out of the club, <laughs> <laughs> sucker. Yeah. I didn't say hey, Simon look, says. She took her helmet off. Uh, if I said Simon says take your helmet off, you could have, but I didn't. So you have to, now you're out of the club. Huh? It was a very I was I was pretty confused. I mean, it seems like there's some weirdness, mm-hmm. like like they they said something without saying something. You know, like I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So like something unsavory is going to happen, right? Like we already know that the Mandalorians are up to some stuff because like like they're saying, oh, the Mandalorians stole him off Gideon. Um, but we don't know. Maybe that was a frame job. I think that was a frame job. But uh, it's like, oh, let, let's take this precious or I'm going to just throw it at the wall and leave it there. And leave it there, yeah. Did um, you also notice, and Johnny pointed this out last week, every time you take your helmet off, your hair is perfectly yeah, neat I, underneath. Yeah, I said that's begging too. Like, <laughs> like this woman has got her hair just perfectly like quaffed straight down, like no like crease right no. where the helmet would hit the head. Nope. It must have a, like some sort of technology that gives an air cushion. It has so to. That you literally, it's stuck to your head, yeah. but you don't even feel it because it's there's a, a layer of air between you. I want that. Man. Yes. I'm a motorcycle driver, and that sounds amazing. I, I mean, I wear baseball hats. I take my hat off, and my hair is a mess. But not, not I, a I would, Mandalorian helmet. No. Nope. I bet if you wore that all day at work, your hair would be fine. My hair would be fine. No. And I even said that Johnny said it. It reminds me of a movie that you appreciate, which is... Uh, with uh, Burt Reynolds and Sally Fields uh, smoking the bandit because sure. he always wore that cowboy hat. But when he took it off, his hair was immaculate underneath it. So apparently in Hollywood, when you take your hat off, your hair is perfect. Hey, man, we, a man can dream. A man can dream. So, yeah. So then she's like, you walk amongst both uh, worlds because you can, show your face. you can show your face. You saw and the, you saw him at the sword. You saw him I at the sword. You You're the new leader, and you can do both things. And she comes out, and it was cool that the armor was like walking with her, but it was so over dramatic. It was like, why is it? Oh my gosh, she doesn't have her helmet. What's, not, yeah. And then, but, uh, but I feel like they have to do that, and they've done that a couple times now with the Mandalorians because they can't emote. Right, with their faces, yeah, and just like so, like you have to have that like clap on the back. Good job, you know, uh, like these over, very overt, yeah, like this is a this is what I, the message I'm sending with this body language, uh, especially for extra actors. You know yeah, what I mean? and like, all these extra actors probably worked at Disneyland beforehand as characters because then you can emote things yeah. bigger and better, or maybe they were mimes or maybe, something. I don't know. Maybe, but uh, yeah. So then she gets. She gets told to. She goes on her mission. Goes on her mission. She, I'm gonna go find the other Mandos. Oh uh, yeah, that's here. what it was. I was like, is she gonna go to the Mythosaur? Or where is she going? No, she's getting more Mandos. She's gonna get more Mandos so that they can they can build their army up and build their forces back up again. For what reason we don't know. Other you know, than just like Order sixty six, when we thought, oh, all the Jedi's were killed, 
No, it's a big universe. There are a lot right. of Jedi. Well, this also goes back to when she was sitting on her throne all by herself yeah. because she was angry because that all her buddies all left, her. Her buddies left yeah. her. So she can get back on her ship and she can dial dial you up your cell phone. Hey, Nick, hey, bro. Nick come back. Come back. I got. I, well, I saw a mythosaur. I saw a mythosaur. You have to come, come to me now. Ah, shit. Um, and then we see the. Uh, is this when we get to the to the big reveal of yes? Because then, Captain Phasma. Um, nope, not Captain, not Captain Phasma. Phasma. Definitely not That's Captain Carson. Yeah. yeah. Captain Carson. Captain Carson. Space cop is just flying around. Space Turner. Who's hooch? Who's <laughs> hooch? <laughs> need a hooch. We need a. That'll be fun. He needs. He needs like a little space puppy. He does. I would watch Space Turner well, or Space Hooch. It would be it, him with the pirate assistant that was in the big ship. That dog guy. The the little okay. one you said was like the uh, the guy from Smee. Yeah. He would be perfect for 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 hooch. His, for hooch. He space would be hooch. the perfect hooch. He would be the perfect space hooch. Yep. Um, so yeah, so he's flying around, and then he sees a uh, imperial class ship that's just floating there. Yeah, I thought we were gonna get a bigger reveal here. This felt like a really important moment. Like, yeah. oh my god, there's this like creepy freaking ship mm-hmm. all like in the middle of the vacuum of space. Like, yeah, I thought maybe like when he sent that probe in, like something was gonna crush yeah. it, and or else, or else he would like see like like something like that would lead him like. To more like emperor sort of stuff, rather yeah. than like just. But like that probe was pretty rad. That, that probe was, was rad. The, in there. Yeah, and the green uh, R two unit was yeah. was a all the art all the droids were painted very nicely mm-hmm. in this episode. Even even R five looked like it's not they, a rebellion anymore. No, looked like they cleaned it up real nicely. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then then he sends a little probe in to see what's going on. And immediately he knows that the frozen hands and that stuff. it's from the, the ship. They're all people of the ship. And whoever he's talking to on the other side is like, whoever that is, they're like, hey, bro, this is classified. It's classified. Can't tell but you what like, it is. Sure seems like this was the plot point. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, it is the plot point. Oh, wait, we have to unclassify it real quick. It's classified. But the date that it was shipped the date out and time match. aren't classified for yeah. some reason. <laughs> when it left, <laughs> wasn't. And and like they totally moved this guy at the same time. I know. I know this Steve ship left from me. the same place. <laughs> Steve told me this. <laughs> this ship left it's from the same Steve. place at the same time that Moff Gideon left. So I'm not saying it's Moff Gideon's ship, but. I'm it's not Moff saying it's Gideon's not. Ship. It's Moff Gideon's ship. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> so. But, oh, no, it's the Mandalorians. They did it all along. The Mandalorians did it and because there's Beskar in all of them. for you Trixie kids. <laughs> <laughs> I like the episodes of, of Scooby-Doo when they take the mask off and it's one person. And then they go, it's Nick? And then they take the mask off again. Nope, it's Rob. Yep. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Yep. So. Yeah, so apparently the Mandalorians uh, kidnapped Moff Gideon. Why? I don't know. I don't think it is. He's not dead. He's not dead. We'll see him within the next three episodes. Yeah. I'm w- going to go ahead and... <laughs> you think so? Yeah. If uh, I if there's ever any good um, uh, break out of jail heist scenes, you know the guy that they want to get out of jail is not dead. So. Yes. Now, here's the problem. How are they going to top the season two finale? That is correct. How are they going to? We need, and and we don't need <sighs> another big Jedi yes, reveal. Yes, we do. I mean, Shh. yes, we do. No, you're but, right. It, but but it's, like, it's the Mandalorians. It's but but like 
the, the, the it wasn't that it was a big Jedi reveal. It was something that mattered to us. That right. We hadn't seen like it was yeah. something that like we built to and we're like, holy shnikes. Are you I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. So like well, it's going to be a tall order for them. Ahsoka is the next series. So, yeah, it could be definitely something having to do with Ahsoka. Right? Le- a lead in in some way. Yeah. I think would, would be something that might create some hype. Um, and also, by the way, uh, Moff Gideon was doing all the press releases with them. We've completed five episodes so far. Haven't seen them once. Yeah, he thinks he might be coming sooner rather than later. He's got... For... <laughs> I mean, other than the fact that we know that he's coming at some point in time, it would be kind of silly for him not to do the press releases, knowing that he's going to be in it. And like I said, there hasn't been any major conflict other than, you know, uh, bird, dragon birds taking uh, Mandalorian's Paz's kid or whatever, like little conflicts, but nothing major yet. So we have to get to this major story arc. We're of, in the Andor portion of our, of yes, our Mandalorian. Yes, where, where we've got subterfuge and and things in the shadows. And, and we we know that they're trying to work on the cloning. So he's going to come to try and get Grogu. We know that's going what what his goal right, is. Right. I forgot. I forgot that the end goal here was still Moff Gideon getting. Grogu. Like yes. That was the whole point of this. The whole all. point of this from three seasons ago yeah. was that he needed his DNA but, to... But, but Steve, evil girl, um, got a lot of the stuff that they need for the research to continue, so... She got all the equipment. Right. But, but they we, still but need... We still have the little we, green dude. We need the little green dude. We need to get his... His, his DNA. DNA, his bodily fluids out his of him. His ear hair. His ear hair. <laughs> We need to drain Very all of his blood. Ooh, yes. his blood. His and blood. His ear hair blood. His ear hair. I wonder specific. what color where all the midi chlorians are. Yes. In the ear hair They're all in the ear hair bloods. Yes. Yeah. Ear so. hair blood, new band name. That's <laughs> in my band name. Anyway. Anyway. So they find out it was the Mandalorians and then. Fade and then to it black. ends. Fade to black. Fade to black. Uh, well, really just go to black. No right. But um, there was a lot of wipes in this. There were some wipes. There were some wipes, sure. which was cool. A lot of throwback to to the original movie wipes. Yeah, so that yeah. was fun as well. So what do you? What grade do you give it? Um, because we haven't gotten any major conflict, I would still I would still go B plus again. Okay, I'm giving this one a solid A minus. Okay, that might be the highest one I've given this season. Um, I think. I think the season premiere. I might have given an A minus. Yeah, we gave that an A minus. Yeah. Um, I I loved this episode. Like I thought it was, it, it was everything I was hoping that the episode with, um, you know that initial you know fifteen minutes of oh my god Mandalorian and then forty minutes of Coruscant yeah boringness like it was that it was like I got all this awesome Star Wars action I was I was like happy I was smiling yeah, yeah. um it just felt like and it, Star and it, Wars and I mean it was listed at 47 minutes 40 42 47 minutes whatever but you know the last 5 minutes are credits oh, yeah so about 40 40ish 35 40ish minutes um but it was solid it was fast um, high pace, time, yeah. and there was. I did like the two cameos. I did yeah. like Zeb and um, um, the ladies' oh, man cameo. Yeah. Like his, it was fun that Tim Meadows was in it, just for no reason. Like it could have been anybody, yeah. but they they used Tim Meadows, and it worked. And it worked with his personality and yeah. his shtick, and like yeah, no, it was really good. 
So I liked it a lot. I'd give it an A minus at the very least. It was pushing A category. For Avengers me. Hockey gave it a B plus also. All right. All right. Um, Listen, I'm not going to tell yeah. you all wrong. B plus is solid. B plus um, is solid. I'm not trying to give everyone everything an A plus here. We're trying to be objective here. Um, I want to see more Zeb. I want to see him really do something. I, if if Captain um, Kirk um, Carson, that's his first name. You didn't know space that. Cop. Yeah, Space Kirk Cop. Carsons. If he Kirk brings, Carson's. Kirk Carson, Space Cop. I like that. If he um if he brings all of his little crew of guys that are training on the remote island of uh Hawaii, it looked like they were in Hawaii. Sure it was a very nice, nice little nice planet that they were on. That's the only thing a on that tiny planet. Little by bar. Yeah, a little bar, uh, a couple of docks for some Y wings, and that's all we that's have there. An X wing, three Y wings on the whole planet. That's it. I mean, listen, if we got one planet city over in Navarra, we can right? We can have one on one on the planet of Hawaii. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I would like to see all of them helping the Mandalorians fight against Moff Gideon, a big Mandalorian. Um. I forget what they were calling the. Space Adelphi. cops, Adelphi, Adelphi yeah, Squadron. yeah. I would like to see them all come together to fight because we saw on on the outskirts of Mandalore there was way too many X wings to be floating around the planet of Mandalore. Right. So we know Moff Gideon has a giant fleet of stuff. So just two ships, two spaceships that we have with the this little crew of Mandalorians, and even if uh, Bo Katan goes out, she's going to get the rest of her owl people back mm-hmm. um so we're getting maybe two or three more ships but five ships against all those x-wings even though uh din Jaren says i like those odds yeah um, and that was a call back to the the first episode yeah um but i i mean we're in the last three episodes of the of the season i think things are going to have to start happening pretty quickly here yeah you know, we're in that part of the season where things are just going to start happening. Yeah, we're going to get that like, giant conflict. We're going to get that giant, oh, no. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, they're not going to live. Grogu. And then we're going to have an episode or two to figure it out. Yeah. I hope they don't kidnap Grogu. I hope they almost get to kidnapping Grogu because it would be too tough on, on my heartstrings if Grogu does like, get kidnapped again. It would be too repetitive like for season one. The emotional manipulation of just using Grogu as that bait is too easy. Yeah, you know, it's just like today, like in the this pe- past episode, I actually liked that. Like, I was never like, oh no, not Grogu. You know, yeah. Grogu was in the seat with him the whole time, and it was just like, I don't have. So, like, yeah, it, 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 you know, we have this attachment to him, but I hope they don't lean on that too much. As like, that's oh no, don't kill Grogu because like, it gets old after. It gets old, while. especially since you know that Grogu and Din Djarin aren't gonna die. Then yeah. it's like, okay, this, they have too much plot armor yep. to 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 do this to us. You got to come up with something else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but anywho, the, uh, the, I said in last week's episode that there was a news article from entertainment weekly and they were asking Dave Filoni or John Favreau, uh, how much longer do we have? And he said he already has like the first five seasons written already. And he said he doesn't write, um, like he he doesn't plan several seasons ahead. Right. He writes, um, like a season ahead, and yeah. he like whatever happens at the end of that season. He's like, oh, you know, it would be great if that. So he doesn't have like a grand map of where this is going to end. Yeah. It's... But he's he's like when it comes to his logical end, it will. But like he, I, you know, like it's like George R. R. Martin. Uh, he he would always say like Steve uh, Stephen King writes his book very like meticulously but he he like 
gardens, George R. R. Martin. Okay. Where, like he'll plant and he'll he'll tend to his garden and okay. see what grows. Okay. And then he'll prune that in a certain way. And so like that's why you know uh, Game of Thrones is supposed to be three books. Right. Um, did you know any of the original intent for Game of Thrones? Because it's wacky. Um, no, because what, George R. R. Martin seems wacky. He's wacky. So originally, three books. Um, Joffrey and Rob were going to fight each other. Okay. And that's why in the first season, in the first books, they're like, oh, they're fighting with soy swords together. Um, there was supposed to be a love triangle between Arya Stark, um, uh, Tyrion Lannister, and Jon Snow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, So there was a lot of weird stuff that was supposed to, but again, we're here. We are in the waiting for the sixth book now. Yeah. um, When there was supposed to be three, and none of that came to fruition. And none of it came because again, he like would garden and like at the then then the next time uh, you know it'd be better if this went this way. Um, So it is. (coughs) It's it does make you think about like some of these writers and how much of this stuff is planned and how much of it is, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Well, it was kind of like I don't say it's like that. Lost. I felt like they got lost in Lost because That's what everyone feels like they had an idea and then they it kept getting picked up longer and longer and then they're like we're out of ideas. What do we do now? And even surely like surely it doesn't it, that doesn't logically lead us to maybe we stop. Right. No, we're no. still money coming in. Yeah, we keep going. And which is why I liked um, what was. The, the there was a Nickelodeon or Disney cartoon with uh, the kid was named Dipper, um, but it was uh, oh darn it they um, it was like a mystery type of there there was a a building called the Mystery Shack and whatever and they uh, they really thought out Dipper from Pines uh, from Gravity Falls Gravity Falls yes they they had it all planned. It's the exact opposite of George R. R. Martin. Right, where they it was meticulously planned. Yeah, it was meticulously right. planned out from epi- season one to season five, or, or however many seasons they had. They knew where they wanted to go, and they knew how they wanted to get there. Right. Um, so it was very... And then it was cool because it was like, they got to the end, they said, this is it, and... It was over. That, it, was, it was over. Yep. And that was the end of it. And it was like, oh, but it was so good, we need more. And they're like, nope. no. Done. Like this is this is what we wanted to do, and there's so many um, YouTube videos, and I'm sure podcasts and stuff. Maybe not because it was more, you know, teenagers, but a lot of YouTube videos all about all the Easter eggs in right. it, and all the things that were leading up to the finale, and how if you rewatch it, you can see this and that, and boom, 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 boom. And it was just such a well written show for a cartoon, but it was it was that it was like, look, this is where we're going, and we're going to stop. Right. So. I, I really appreciate that type because they could have kept going and making more money and they said, Nope, we're done. Yeah. Um, but John Favreau said, you know, as long as I'm coming up with ideas and as long as Disney plus is going to pay me, I can keep doing this. I hope he still comes up with ideas. I, I don't know if, if, I mean, that would make this show great, but I don't know if we needed the and entertainment weekly. They were like, Oh, let's hope for 10 more seasons. I don't know how I'll take 10 more seasons. If they start with the like two to three filler episodes per season. Yeah. And 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 how many times can we rinse and repeat uh Grogu's going to get captured? Yeah. Like I don't want to I don't want to I don't want 10 seasons of rinse and repeat that. Yeah. You know, uh, and and losing these dumb filler episodes. I'm hoping something happens with with the doctor like we see him again, but I think 
they got what they needed out of him. They got they his, they got his, him, yeah. yeah, his, uh, his equipment, and then they fried him. And it's like, okay, we saw him a little bit here and there, and then they give you a whole episode about him. And then they go, yeah, we're done with you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, whatever. But anyway, I think that's a, that's our rundown of this episode. That's the rundown, man. I liked it. Uh, it was a great one. It was one of my favorites of the season, if not my favorite of the season. Um, <clears throat> and we'll be back at you next week with yet another. Um, do we? Are there any like double combined episodes coming up, or is it just no? It's all singles. Bad Batch does a bunch of double and combined, and yeah, we should probably uh, watch that and talk about it at some point. I don't think I watched this week's. So I'm pretty sure I watched every week up until this really week. Behind. It's you're really behind. It's good. It's really good. Uh, there's a, some great storytelling in it. It's still slow, which is the only downfall to it. But there's a lot of really really good storytelling in it, and you, and they're they're throwing out a lot of things that help piece together the universe for episodes that like clone wars based. And they're, uh, they're doing a whole bunch now with, um, the clones. What do we do with the clones now that they're, they're not being used, right. you know, politics of clones that they're not just pieces right. of military. They're actual Human, people. Yeah. They're humans. So, um, so it's pretty cool. Right. It's well, good. I you got to you got to get on that. As someone with a Star Wars podcast, I should probably do that. Yeah, you should watch that. Yeah. Uh, either way, check us out on all the social media. Uh, make sure you share us with at least sixteen people each. Please do. Um, <clears throat> just if you share us with sixteen people, you will have done your part in uh, fighting climate change and the weather. Um, and who wants to fight? The weather, everyone. Everyone. Uh, fight the weather. Go out there with a stick and fight it say. off. That's Speak what they say. softly, carry a big stick, fight nope, the weather. Fight the weather. And as our Ugnot friend here says, we have spoken. We have spoken. <laughs>